Hey, guess what? The podcast is back. Yeah, I uh, I decided I was going to bring this thing back, and I did. Uh, a lot of the reason behind it, I'm just going to tell you right now, is uh, I wanted to reformat it and do it the right way, the way that I envisioned on doing it, um, before everything was just so random and sporadic, which I guess, I guess people like these days. I mean... Uh, and the other thing was just time. It's hard to sit down and just commit to an hour of rambling. Um, especially when you're under the impression that no one's listening. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it was 10 episodes in and and decided I gotta, I gotta rebrand this or reformat this or or do something new. It's pretty much going to be the same thing. I've decided, um, there's a lot of. There's a lot of podcasters out there that they just, they have guests on and I, I, that, that's going to be a thing here inevitably, but, um, the whole, uh, just rambling on thing. And, uh, my good buddy, uh, Jarrett Reddick from, uh, the band Bowling for Soup, he, uh, he recently talked me into, uh, uh, starting a podcast over, uh, he has a podcast, a couple of them actually called, uh, Punk Rock Dad Show. And um, Jarek goes to the movies. You should check out both of those. Uh, both of them are about different things. You can probably guess what both of them are about. And uh, yeah, I interviewed I interviewed the Bowling for Soup uh, a couple weeks ago, a week ago, and uh, he had his podcast stuff set up. And I was like, I gotta get back into this. And then he talked me into it. What I have apparently is pretty much what they use. Other than that Zoom 6, which I'm really looking forward to getting um, for Christmas this year. Maybe I'll get it, maybe I won't. Um, But, uh, yeah, so a whole ton of shit has went on since the last we talked six months ago. It is no longer spring. It is fall. We skipped entire, we entirely skipped summer. Uh, No, no summer. However... Summer was so busy this year. So we're going to recap what exactly has happened over the summer. Why I haven't talked to you guys on this podcast. Uh, Back with the last podcast, the 10th one, um, I was talking about the second annual Back to the Beach Fest out in L.A., which... I did go to, which was amazing. Uh, I had press both days. Stayed with my buddy Todd and Dave in um, in Pasadena, and uh, went out to Huntington Beach both days. It was a little chilly, 70, 60 degrees, something like that, on the beach. But uh, you were you were warm when there was the you know, 10, 15,000 people on the beach both days, and it was it was incredible. Blink-182, The Used, Anthony Green. Um, I got to interview some bands. Uh, the Drowns, which is an amazing street punk band from Seattle. You should check them out. Um, Safe Ferris. If you don't know who Safe Ferris is, uh, they did the reboot of that song, Come On Eileen, for the 10 Things I Hate About You movie. Um, Monique is a is a fabulous creature to talk to. Um that was that was an incredible incredible two days on on the beach. Uh, I worked last night, so I'm yawning. Um, 
went to the 25th annual Vans Warped Tour in Atlantic City. Me, Shelly, and her sister went out um, to Warp Tour. I didn't get pressed with that, but I saw so many familiar faces that it felt like I had press. I vlogged the whole time. They did let me take a camera in to vlog, which was which was awesome. I didn't get to interview any bands. Not many bands were doing interviews a day unless you were like fucking uh, Vice or Rolling Stone or Alternative Press, something along those lines. And, and the interviews were, from what my understanding is, people that, that I know that work for those um, companies were extremely short. Um, we're talking like five or six interviews and I'm like a 15 to 20 minute interview guy. I always plan out 10 questions cause I never know which road or Avenue the, the interview is going to go into. So, um, yeah, no warp tour was, was incredible. It was like, it was like a childhood's dream come true for, for punk rock when you had, you know, you know, bands like CKY and A Day to Remember and Andrew WK. Uh, and then, like, the, the second day was just... Uh, what, what, what can you say about it? Four years strong, Bowling for Soup, um, uh, Blink-182 played, The Offspring, um, The Starting Line, Good Charlotte, Simple Plan. Pretty much every band that was in my you know, little CD player that I had, that I had a CD from back in the day. They, they played those two days. Um, just, just fucking amazing. Uh, I have, I have a vlog up on that, which is another thing I started doing, by the way. Uh, last we talked, I had talked about starting to vlog, but really didn't commit to it. And now I've committed to it since people, you know, like to, like to watch it, and I, I should have looked at my analytics on my uh, SoundCloud because evidently you guys like listen to me talk on here. I mean, I'm getting like a couple hundred views on some of these, um, on some of these uh, podcasts. On uh, if it's not on SoundCloud, then I'm not getting a couple hundred views. You guys are definitely downloading the shit and listening to it on iTunes, and that's totally appreciated. Sorry, I've been away for so long, um, but yeah, back back at it. Uh, my, my vlogs, I never thought that people would want to watch me change my cat litter. Hundreds of people at a time. And uh, I, I understand that, like, I'm I'm not a, a Casey Neistat or, or a David Dobrik where, you know, they are doing crazy shit every single episode. Um, and testing out, like, crazy products and, and going to these, like, mansion parties and all this shit. I'm just doing like what I would normally do hadn't the camera been running, and uh, it's worked out so so far. I mean, you guys like following me to concerts and and uh, and and seeing what's going on behind the scenes, which is uh, which is which is which is fun. Um, it's just like I have my regular content on my YouTube channel, which is my. Uh, features, my top 10 list, that kind of shit. And then uh, my interviews, which are, you know, a big chunk of it as well. And then my vlogs are kind of like the, the icing sprinkles on top, where it's just like things that are splattered in between to make it look like I'm doing a whole lot, which I'm not doing a whole lot. What I'm doing is I'm filming as I'm filming. I'm filming my vlogs as I'm filming my other features, and it's kind of like... Two weeks worth of whatever I'm doing is compiled into one. Like the recent vlog that I just put up, 
that had to have been two or three weeks of uh, of me just filming, just random things. Me and Shelly coming home from a party. We went to the Spirit Halloween store. Um, I, I got uh, VIP impressed for the um, for the Bowling for Soup show. Uh, sh- Bowling for Soup and Less Than Jake show in Pittsburgh. Uh, Jarrett was nice enough. He sent me a text and was like, hey, man, want to come out tonight? And I was like, sure, can I interview you again? And I interviewed him and their drummer, Gary, from Bowling for Soup. Uh, I, did a, I did a thing for that. Um our homecoming parade here in Cal, California, of Pennsylvania, had their uh, had their college homecoming. So we, uh, I I filmed some of that, and that was all compiled into one vlog, which was like you know, eight minutes long or something like that. Um, that's that's pretty much why I started vlogging. I wanted some stuff in between, and I, I thought it's a good idea to break up the monotony of. Here's a top ten list. Here's another top ten list. Hey, here's another top ten list. And by the way, here's an interview. Uh, we'll throw that in there. So it kind of it kind of breaks up the mon- the monotony. Another thing I've done to start to break up the monotony is I kind of miss playing music. Um, so I uh, I started putting cover songs on the YouTube channel. They're not great, but uh, I mean I'm using Logic Pro, using the same thing I used to record the podcast. They're they're just something to kind of take off the edge because I'm like, man, I see all these bands playing and I really miss playing live and all this other stuff. And uh, so I kind of, I put cover songs up and it's not like your typical, I, I, I don't want to pat myself on the back. It's not like your typical cover song where you're going front to back and you're just covering the band. I try to throw something different in there where like I did a cover of Pathetic by Blink-182 and it was all stripped down. Me, acoustic, um, that's it. Just me and acoustic and some violins. I think I put in there for embellishments. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's been, that's been me. Uh, what else has went on? Oh, I, uh, I had an interview with Spencer Charnis of Ice Nine Kills, which I didn't, I didn't realize at the time was such a huge fucking deal. And I should have been way more prepared for it because, that band is doing so much for the metal community right now, and so many people who um, listen to every genre listen to that band. They're so they have such a cool concept. It's like horror themed. Um, a lot of their songs are currently a lot of their songs are based off of um, different uh, movies from the horror film genre. Um, everything from you know Nightmare on Elm Street to Halloween the movie to it um, their their album The Silver Scream is fucking amazing so shout out to those guys shout out to Spencer and their tour manager Dawn for being so awesome to let me uh, uh, to let me interview the to let me interview them uh, that was that was a fun show it was uh, Falling in Reverse and Ice Nine Kills and I, I got to go out and do that at uh, Stage AE out in Pittsburgh. Uh, such a cool venue. Such a cool venue. It, it's crazy because I've seen, like, all parts of that venue. There's, like, four or five different, like, little stages. Uh, so if it's a smaller show, they kind of block off the bar and it's like, okay, maybe 
upwards of a thousand. That's all it's going to show up. Maybe even less than that. And then they have the outdoor venue, which is huge. It's like a it's like a small amp. It's like a smaller amphitheater, but there's you can fit you can you can cram you can cram a good couple thousand in there. And then you have the indoor venue, which um, which is like a regular indoor concert hall. And that can fit just as many as the outside, I, I do believe. Not 100% positive, but I do believe. Um, that was uh, that was an amazing thing to do. I uh, I went and did press for um, the Stick to Your Guns and Terror came to town, and that was cool. Uh, Pure Noise Records asked me to, to go out and do press for that. Um, Never, I'm not really a big hardcore fan, but if I, if I, I won't say like, like, again, I've said this in past podcasts and nothing's changed when it comes to that. I won't say yes if it's something that I don't want to do. So like I, I, I'm not a real big hardcore fan, but I, I, I like those bands. So I went out and I mean, terror is fucking legendary in the hardcore and hardcore punk community. So doing that was incredible. Um, over the summer, I had a, a yes to a dream show, um, which I got to cover Blink-182. So amazing that I got a yes back from that. Um, Blink-182, Little Wayne and Neck Deep, I, you know, I got comp tickets. I vlogged that show. Um, I got to shoot that show. Um, and then I, uh, I ended up doing doing a write-up on it um uh blink and, and and neck deep and their their tour managers were, were real nice to say hey come on out and do this i know that like all these other big publications from around the pittsburgh area are going to be here but you know you and your little you and your little blog should come out and do this too we appreciate you too and that was uh that was amazing of them um what else has went on? Oh, I just said the Bowling for Soup show. That happened uh, maybe a few weeks ago, a week ago or something like that. Bowling for Soup, Less Than Jake, Authority Zero. Um, two out of the three of the bands I've already featured on my site and are already on the on the YouTube channel. Uh, I interviewed Jared about six, seven months ago when he was on his uh, um, Hilarity and I can't remember the rest of the name tour. Uh, it was a solo tour where he just go to nightclubs and do acoustic songs and and tell stories but uh yeah um it was really cool last time he just it was a cold call email and i was like hey can i can i interview you and he was like sure come on out and him and his tour manager were super nice the whole time we drank and ate um beer cheese and 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 pretzel uh that night uh at the craft house and then, um, uh, yeah, Bowling for Soup uh, went on tour, or just finished up tour with Lesson Jake and Authority Zero. Um, um, I know Authority Zero's publicist pretty well, and I was like, hey, while I'm doing this thing with Bowling for Soup, can I grab an interview with Authority Zero? They have a ton of shit going on. They just put out their they put out their album Persona Non Grata uh, last year. Well, it's been been about a year, and then they have a thirtieth, twenty fifth. 30th. Uh, they have a 25th anniversary uh, double LP coming up that they they just recorded, and um, they uh, 
they have a lot of they have a lot of shit coming up. <laughs> they're going on tour with Pennywise in the Bronx, and then they're doing a solo tour. And they just finished up this one with Less Than Jake, which is uh, which is fucking amazing because it, it, I, I interviewed them, and if you if you listen in the interview, they they basically like, hey, yeah, we, this is supposed to be a year off for us, and then towards the end of the year, we just decided, hey, we're gonna cram in fucking three tours, uh, <laughs> which is uh, typical punk rock style. Um, you know, talking to talking to both those bands was, was amazing, um, and that's where Jarrett talked to me. Uh, I, he had his uh, stuff set up for um, Punk Rock Dad show um, in the in the green room, and they were doing a podcast there. And he was like, "Hey, don't you have a podcast?" And I was like, "Yeah, I have one, but I really haven't been fucking around with it." And he's like, "Just get back on it, man." And I asked him about what he uses and everything. And to start off, he's pretty much using. Pretty much used what I did. He has everything funneled through a laptop. Um, I'm just stuck here with an iMac. I'm not going to drag that thing to every single show. But um, uh, the, the biggest thing is is that uh, is that Zune 6 that I really want to get. Mm, I really want to get that. I really want to get that. It's probably going to be my... Or what you, one of you guys can buy it for me. You know, that's great. If you go to... Uh, thepopundad.com backslash address you can you can mail me things like that or other stuff I don't care just don't mail me like you know iDubs broken glass and, and poop in a box uh, that will not be appreciated <laughs> uh, I finished up I'm finishing up the year with I don't know what because there's a lot of pending things right now and last year um I ended 2018 with uh, some shows, and I anticipated on not going and doing anything, but I ended up finishing up with some shows. So this year could perhaps be the same thing since there's so much shit coming up. There are tons of shows coming up in the Pittsburgh area. For example, the Wonder Years are coming uh, to my town this week. I mean, this week they're coming. We've got a day to remember coming to Pittsburgh. We've got Newfound Glory, Tiny Movement Parts, which is a I'm a huge fan of that band. Um, and then of course you know you have the uh, Don't Call It a Comeback tour at the beginning of uh, 2020 with Moshe City soundtrack. I was head over hills when I saw that that band was getting back together. I only saw them one time at Warp Tour, and I'm putting in, uh, I'm putting in press for that. Regardless, I, I, yeah, I'm getting tickets, and I'm going to that show. I have tickets going to that show. So, just finished up the Ford Cord, Ford Four Chord Festival uh, a couple weeks ago um, in Pittsburgh, which was Simple Plan, The Offspring, Anne Berlin, Real Friends, Knuckle Puck. It was an incredible show, despite the fact that the offspring didn't show up. Apparently, um, the story that I heard was that uh, Dexter had hurt his back, the um, or, or hurt himself in some way the night before in Philly. They had a show in, in Philadelphia, and he had hurt himself, which sucks because the Philly show was solely booked. Because they didn't want to do one show and then fly home. They, they did like a one-off in Philly and then decided... Well, Four Court was already booked and then they decided to do a one-off in Philly and he would hurt his back that night. So hadn't the Philly show been booked, they, had, they would have played. Um, it was so devastating to see 
Um, I know that the I know that the um, the Rishi uh, Rishi Ball who works his fucking ass off every single year to make sure that that festival is the biggest and best thing and the most fun you'll have that entire day. He has worked his ass off for the last six years, and this year they got a venue upgrade. They moved from uh, Staza, which used to be the old club zoo uh, down in Station Square in Pittsburgh, moved up from that nightclub to Highmark Stadium. Um, primarily the reason was Staza is no longer a nightclub from what I understand. Um, and, uh, yeah, moved up to Highmark Stadium and... Uh, I was so stoked for the offspring walked in that day got my press badges was walking around backstage talking to people and then Rishi's like fucking they can't they they just called me fucking 10 minutes before the door opens and they uh, they can't make it that that sucks Um, that's all I'm gonna talk about that but I (laughs) cause I don't know how much I'm allowed to say Uh, but I'm going to say that other than that the rest of the bands on that bill made it like who like who's the offspring like i mean everybody wanted to see them there but at the same time the rest of the bands made up for the fact that they didn't show up cuz the the bill was that good and that's that's how good rishi is at at making making the show as as amazing as possible to where the headliner can drop out and the rest of the bands are that strong that uh that it doesn't make the littlest bit of a difference. Um, Cause I mean like up and coming bands like, uh, you know, Seaway and, and, and Grayscale and um, Rishi's band, Eternal Boy and Pat Pending from New York. There's a band, a uh, Harbor that came from Ontario, Canada down. And then you have the, you know, keep flying, which I, I heard from a Facebook group a while ago, not not too well, too too long ago, but they're the someone said that they're the hardest working band in the industry these this day. And honestly, I, I gotta agree. So I'm gonna adopt that thing from them. Uh, that they're the hardest working band. Uh, I I haven't seen those guys stop touring since I last talked to them at the fifth annual Four Chord Fest last year. Um yeah, you got you got bands like like Keep Flying, and uh, then then the, you got the, uh, the already established new wave of pop punk, which is like I've never seen Knuckle Puck live, and I was so fucking thrilled to see that Knuckle Puck was on the on the um, was on the bill. I don't know. I had the opportunity to see them at 2018 Vans Warped Tour, and I was doing press, and their set just so happened to conflict with when I was in the green room. And like once you're down back there doing things, doing doing press for, damn, doing press for the Warp Tour was like boom 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 like one interview after the other, and you were just you were just there for a solid five hours. It was wonderful. Everyone was complaining to me about how fucking hot it was, and and miserable and how waters were eight dollars. But I was getting, I was getting fed free water and and Monster Energy drinks and and, and in a green room that was a controlled sixty degrees all day long. And uh, that experience was was incredible. Um, it just sucked though. I got to miss some of the bands, um, but uh, other than that, um, no. Uh, uh, Real Friends played as well. 
uh, at the Four Chord Fest, which I've seen them a couple times live, but I got to see like a full set this time from the side of the stage, which was also another real, real cool thing is that a lot of times when you get press badges for stuff, you're kind of uh, limited to, and, and photo passes, you're kind of limited to either the soundboard, depending on the venue, or the um, front of house, right in front of the barrier, and you're only allowed to shoot like the first three or four songs. But uh, Rishi was cool enough to let us, like all the press people, photographers and stuff, kind of stand on the side of the stage, and um, which was awesome. You know, you got to see, I got to see one of my favorite bands, Simple Plan. That was the first concert I ever asked my grandpap to go to back when I was in like ninth or 10th grade. Um, and the show was sold out at the old Nick's Fat City uh, on Carson Street. And uh, couldn't go to that. But um, I've got to see him a million times since then. Um, this is like the third time I've seen him this year. Fuck, I saw them with Punchline at a college at a college i'm not going to say what college because i don't remember i don't want to say they're the wrong one on this and get called out for it but uh i got the interview punchline there and then i saw them again at uh ed warp tour uh which was again again warp tour on the beach then they brought like the old old i'm gonna circle back around warp tour they brought like the old school skaters in and shit so like bam margera was there andy mcdonald uh which is uh one half of Team Boom Boom with um, with Tony Hawk. Um, you know, they brought all those guys in. Bucky Lasik, uh, Jeff Rowley. All those guys were skating this year. Um, then uh, the guys from the Nitro Circus did their fucking thing, which was incredible. They had, uh, they had wrestling on the beach. Wrestling ring. There were dudes fighting in the Atlantic Ocean. That was just, uh, and then you could swim. So, like, say you don't want to be knee deep in the pits, you could swim in the Atlantic Ocean while looking over your shoulder and listening to the story so far. Uh, one thing that happened at the Warp Tour that was uh, kind of fucky. It's all in the vlog, by the way, if you want to go check that out. YouTube.com/backslash/thepoppunkdad was uh, there was a. Um, it rained like like really hard rain the first day and um had to have been around four or five o'clock in the afternoon uh after a really nice day on the beach i mean weather held up beautifully all day long and then around four or five o'clock just no, no music <clears throat> like like music just completely stopped and what happened was they evacuated 26,000 people out on the beach onto the Atlantic City boardwalk. <clears throat> Canceled the show with a potential to just just not pick it up. So the last five bands, Good Charlotte, A Day to Remember, um, can't remember who the fuck else, but those are the two that, that you know stand out in mind, weren't going to play. A Day to Remember was like, predominantly the reason why we went out the first day. I mean, a lot of the other bands were awesome, but they weren't going to play at all. Had the weather still been as shitty as it was. And, uh, yeah, there was a weather advisory for a hurricane that was going to just rip up the beach and it shit stormed so fucking hard for three and a half hours. 
Um, downright, downright miserable. Uh, it was, uh, it was awesome though because it only lasted a while. And what they ended up doing was uh, they didn't cut anybody's set. They just turned all the 45 minute sets into half hour sets, but a day to remember still got their hour. Um, so, uh, yeah, an hour and a half went by or something like that, and uh, everybody everybody came back, and we had these big red notifications on our phones that said, uh, uh, you know, attention, Warp Tour is currently canceled. Please stay notified on uh, social media and on the official website for update and all this stuff. I could just imagine the people backstage had to be shitting their fucking brains out that this was the show the 25th anniversary and this is what ends up happening but uh it it went you know without a fluke we went and sat in the car for a while went and got something to eat came back in um uh fucking amazing um like i said got the got the vlog both days which was uh which was incredible never really seen that i'd have that opportunity but uh i i i did and uh, yeah, Warp Tour was Warp Tour was fucking incredible this year, man. As for the end of the year, uh, as I've said, I have a couple shows coming up. I do believe I have some random ones. Um, I won't disclose those because I make the mistake of disclosing fucking shows, and then something ends up happening, and I end up canceling, and then you guys call me out on it on social media later on, like, hey, remember that time you said you were gonna do that thing, and then never did that thing. Well, um, it life gets in the way sometimes, or things end up falling through that you know you really anticipated. But uh, this is this has been me for the last uh, seven six months. Um, started to vlog, went to a shit ton of concerts. Ava turned seven. Um, Chloe's still staying with us. Uh, she still listens to the terrible K-pop music, but. Um, slowly getting her out of that and then uh we we also went on vacation uh to ocean city this this summer which was which was incredible last year we didn't have the opportunity to go on vacation financial obligations got in the way we were just fucking packed down with work we couldn't take off at all uh this year has been very kind to us very very kind to us at all uh this year has been very very kind to us um uh we uh Went to Ocean City. I was able to go to Atlantic City. We were able to go to Maryland on another random adventure. We went to Philly. I went out to L.A. So all this stuff happened within the last six months. I've talked to you guys, uh, and it, it, it's been it's been incredible. This is the renew vamped formatted uh, the Pop Punk Dadcast. I'll link up everything that I talked about today uh, in the description below. Most of it you can probably just find on your own. Uh, youtube.com backslash the pop punk dad you can find all of the vlogs all of the interviews that I've done and all of the features that I've done um, other than that you know I still have the pop punk dad.com where I'm doing daily features and, and, and reviews and interviews with bands on there as well I have one coming up uh, actually I have two of them coming up here real soon uh, on the pop punk dad.com with um a band called Harbor, who they've now turned into Fortune Cove. Uh, they were a band that I mentioned that played at the Four Chord Music Festival. They uh, rebranded their band uh, under the Four Chord Music umbrella. 
They are uh, now called Fortune Co. I have an interview up with them out Friday with their new single that's coming out. And uh, then I have another interview coming up with the band Tsunami Bomb. Yeah, that band is back together. Uh, I'm so excited to, uh, to be working with those guys and to be talking with them. Uh, guys and gals from the band Tsunami Bomb. I was a huge fan of them uh, around 2003, 2004. Was real upset when they broke up, but um, yeah, I got some I got some cool shit coming up. Those things are definitely happening because the questions are already sent back to me, and uh, it's just a matter of um, timing and planning and when I'm going to schedule all this shit. But the the one with Harbor slash Fortune Cove is definitely going to be up this Friday, which is the 18th. Um, you can check it out at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I put up all of my blogs on thepoppunkdad.com at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time um, daily. Daily, daily, daily. And then, uh, you know, whenever I feel like putting shit up on the YouTube channel, that's when that goes up. I have a bunch of interviews scheduled from the Four Record Music Fest still coming up. To go on there, as well as my interviews with uh, with the Bowling for Soup guys, um, that should be coming up within the next two weeks, between now and November second. Um, you can check out all that stuff um, on the YouTube channel, or be linked up with it by going to Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.com backslash the Pop Dad. That's all that stuff. I am sad to say um, that I started a TikTok channel, and I will be putting some stuff up on there. Uh, intervenously so you can check out stuff on the uh, on the TikTok. <laughs> they even wanted to start a TikTok, so I figured, screw it, let's throw a TikTok up and see where it goes. Um, uh, yeah, that's also, you know, user handle um, the Pop Punk Dad on that. Um, Tumblr, the Pop Punk Dad, um, all of it is. If you, if whatever whatever social media outlet it is, it is whatever.com backslash the pop punk dad. So uh, give that a check in on out. Thanks a whole lot, guys, for, um, by the way, coming back and listening to this. Listen to me ramble. Thanks a whole lot for the last six months. It's been fucking incredible. Um, I now have 4,000 um, followers, likes on my Facebook 3,000 I just hit at the other day on my Instagram. I'm still pushing 1,000 on my Twitter, and um, I'm, I, I'm well over 2,000 on my YouTube channel, so thanks a lot for listening, for like, commenting, and subscribing. And uh, that's it for this week. Um, I'm going to try to do this maybe every Tuesday, every Wednesday, because it's Tuesday right now. But other than that, uh, thanks for like, commenting, and subscribing. Uh, check out everything in the description and uh, don't forget to stay pop on guys later.